Welcome to Nina, Hannah, and Emily in Paris, the show no one asked for about the show no one asked for. I'm Hannah. And I'm Nina. And in this episode, we're recapping episode seven of season two, The Cook, The Thief, Her Ghost, and His Lover. As always, you don't have to have enjoyed or even watched Emily in Paris to listen to this podcast. We are here to recap the episodes and more importantly, to entertain. There is simply no wrong way to listen. Please be sure to leave us a review and rate us wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps folks find us. Enjoy! Congratulations to us. Congratulations to us. I can't I can't believe it. Lily Collins posted on her timeline this morning that we were renewed, that collected the royal we. Um we we we. I'm so excited, especially because we've been trying to record this episode for a week. And so like I am I have been like edged all week for Emily <laughs> in Paris podcast recording with you. I'm like so excited. I and I rewatched the episode because <sighs> I was like I, I I'll help you. I'll help you. I was going to say, I didn't have time to rewatch the episode. Um, <laughs> and I, I'm like, I feel, <laughs> I feel bad. No, no, don't feel bad. One thing is there is like running water in your audio. Yeah. So that's my radiators. It's the only way I can feel warm. <laughs> okay, good. No, then it's worth it. Then it's worth it. We're just going to like name that. <laughs> the running water. Happen. Okay. But picture this, the running water that you're going to hear throughout this episode. Imagine trying to sleep and, and then you <laughs> Tell yourself it's like I'm by a river, and then all of a sudden you hear dong 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 dong. You're like, okay, the there's rocks. the brass there's band rocks following falling in the river. Yeah. The steel drums from Oberlin. Yeah. yeah, but big. I would say big couple weeks. That was big news. Not the radiators that I'm living with. The show being renewed for two more seasons. Huge yeah. news. I'll say. Then also, also Ukraine. The controversy. Controversy. We finally have controversy. <laughs> this otherwise not problematic television show finally ran into some trouble. <laughs> yeah, they're they're not pleased with uh, the country of Ukraine. The people of Ukraine are not. <laughs> I'm probably walking into hot water right now. <laughs> Every single Ukrainian. <laughs> the people of Ukraine are not pleased with the character of Petra. They say it's a stereotype. To which I say, I didn't know that we had that stereotype about Ukrainians. Good to know. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, okay, well, now I know. (laughs) Ukrainian steel. This, I had a friend text me. She's dating a man from Kyrgyzstan. She texted me and she was like, we're watching episode seven. And my boyfriend says, guessed that the Ukrainian was going to (gasps) steal. And I was like, oh, no. And that was right when the controversy, like, the controversy was, like, going to come out two days later. or You know, like, it had been before that. And I was a little bit like, oh, my God, your boyfriend's kind of shady. But I, I know it's, like, some regional dynamics that I don't understand. Like, of course, I don't know anything about the politics of Kyrgyzstan. Um, but then she was like, oh, my gosh, he, she did. Like, Oh, my God. <laughs> horrible. Oh no. So we have to fight these stereotypes. Um, but how? I guess... Season three and four of Emily in Paris is going to have to center a Ukrainian girl <laughs> who doesn't steal. Or maybe we can interview some American girl. American girls steal. Yeah, as we've established. we. I mean, you and I got some texts from Americans being like, yes. uh, yeah, we shoplift. I yeah. Like, I was like, oh my God, we're so People really like proudly yes really that is the take i had i was talking to a coworker of mine about it and he was like <laughs> um i was talking about shoplifting i was like do you shoplift he's like no 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 
And I was like, yeah, neither do I. And then he's like, but I have nothing morally against it. I was like, do I have to start qualifying that when I talk about shoplifting that like, yes, I am like anti-capitalist. Like, don't worry. I'm not worried about the targets of the world. It's not that. Because <laughs> that's what our friends were responding with. They were like, what? It's like, who cares? And I'm like, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> I'm just a square. It just makes me too like sweaty and nervous. Yeah, it's not fun. Yeah, like, yeah, it's not- <laughs> Again, we claim our power in a different way. Yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> that said, of course, I eat hot food. From- don't pay. <laughs> I'm gonna have to bleep that out again. Did you, did you bleep them all out? You gotta listen to our episodes, Nina. You simply have to listen to them. I haven't listened to that one. I'm I'm going. Okay, well, this one is great. This this one is was written by Joe Murphy. Hey, Joe. We did it, Joe. You did it, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) And it takes place over a hot weekend in Paris, which is really fun. So to remind you, it begins with her opening her big windows. And then she's like, ugh, and gives a little Emily stank face because it's hot as hell. And then Mindy is blowing herself cool, (laughs) blowing herself cool with the... (laughs) Come in, come in, blow yourself cool. (laughs) (laughs) It's so gross. Um... And it's just sweet. It's just cute. That's literally all it is. We're just establishing that it's hot. I feel like you could have sort of a bucket of premises, like sitcom premises. I yes. Like I feel like there's an episode of every single sitcom ever that opens with people being like, oh, <sighs> it's, it's so hot. Yeah, it's classic. The yeah. heat wave episode. The yeah, one where they're all hot. The one, <laughs> the one where they're all too hot. And then we also <laughs> learned early on in the episode that Gabrielle – we didn't know this necessarily. His restaurant, it's farm to table. Yeah, we didn't know that, and neither did Emily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, neither did Emily. Neither did Emily, the marketer, their main marketer. So Gabrielle changes his menu every day. So she's like, but what about that amazing ramp dish? Yeah, what's ramp? Thank you for asking me. I wrote it down. I asked Nina. <laughs> Ramps are, they're basically a wild onion, and they're, they have a very, very short season. And people lose their goddamn minds. Really? Ramps show up. Yeah. yeah. Do you like, lose your mind? Are you, I have, when, are there, you people? I've, I've had a ramp season where I've lost my mind. I was either ramp season <laughs> when I lost my mind. The oh, ramp. the ramps of 2017. <laughs> well, ramps of 2020 because it was like, uh, are you because joking? we were in a pandemic. Yeah. And so I was just like, oh, I'm going to participate this year. So I like bought a ton of ramps and I made like ramp butter and I made, <laughs> I did, I did buttermilk, uh, Buttermilk ramp. fried ramps. <laughs> buttermilk ramp. I made ramp soup. I what an made... ugly name for a luxury uh, oh, like type of onion. I like it. Well, you're a Chicago girl now. Yeah. So of course you like ramp. <laughs> <laughs> and they're in there. Um, you can forage them. So I would say like the extra obnoxious bit is like it's kind of expensive if you're going to buy them from a market. But like the people who lose their minds are like, go forage. You buy your ramps. I bought I got nine pounds and all I had to do was walk around outside for four hours, four hours away from the You know what I'm gonna do? I'm going to shoplift my ramps. That's (laughs) that's how I'm gonna participate. A big fuck you to the ramp enthusiasts. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, she's like, but what about that hashtag ramped up for ramps or something? (laughs) He's like, I don't know. Like, I guess you're just going to have to something. I don't, I don't know. They flirt. <laughs> they flirt. Moving along, huge moment of the episode. I screamed. I truly don't remember. <laughs> wow. It's crazy because you rewatched the episode. Yeah. And I'm just looking at my notes and I'm like, it's all coming back so vivid. Okay. Dr. Addison Montgomery. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been oh, see, see, you actually skipped something that I wrote down. So I wasn't there yet. <laughs> which is that she goes into her, she's like, well, I'm going to go in early to work to see if it is, um, if there's air conditioning. And she walks in and it's just as freaking hot. And Julianne's like, ugh, you're so American for even wanting to be cool. And then Luke is like, must you control everything? <laughs> He's so irritated with her for uh, for trying to control the temperature. And she's like, ugh, but you're right. And then the biggest thing ever, take it away. Dr. Addison Montgomery is on a call with Sylvie. And I thought this moment was really cute because it really put into, it really highlighted, highlighted, highlight. Big shrug from me. <laughs> It really showed us how uh, how Doctor. I'm not going to edit that out. I'm going to let you. (laughs) No, this is raw. This is our episodes are raw and uncut. Addison is older Emily. Yeah, which we didn't know. We didn't really know that. And seeing her engage with Sylvie and Sylvie have to be like a little bit more respectful, but also so not into her was really endearing. Yeah, and seeing Addison be like, um. So like, enthusiastic. So into Sylvie, enthusiastic. Yeah, it was really sweet. I wrote, she yeah. is big Emily. Yeah, big, big Emily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's so excited. She's like, if it wasn't for this freaking baby, I'd be there right now. And so we know something's coming. We're going to get some. I wrote down her name finally. It's Madeline. Is Madeline. that Mad Mad Madeline? Dr. That's Madeline Emily Montgomery. <laughs> Dr. Madeline Addison. <laughs> Madeline Addison. Montgomery. <laughs> if I was raising a white child in the suburbs, I would name her Maddie Addie. Madeline Addison. <laughs> Madeline Addison. <laughs> I think that here's something I want to say. Madeline I think Addison. one day you will raise a white child in the suburbs. <laughs> oh my god! What? Where are you? Where are you going to be? Are you next door? Yeah, I'll be just I'll be just, just across the way. Just across the way. I'll be living wow. in your basement. <laughs> basement okay. Apartment. So the big reveal is that um, Addison's like. Pelotech is our new luxury band brand, and Sylvie's like, just because it's expensive doesn't mean it's luxury. And I was like, ooh, ow. <laughs> and then we get the do we get the Pelotech presentation? I think no, we I do. Think we, get that, we get that. Oh no no no! I don't think we get that yet. But no, we I don't, we don't. Uh, but I was interested in this because obviously there's been a huge narrative of Peloton with the Sex and the City reboot. Yes. That's happening concurrently with this show, which is also mm-hmm. Darren Star, Michael Patrick Kane. Star Universe. Yeah, Star Universe. And there's obvious it's 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 interesting to me that they fully got Peloton for yes. Sex in the City. And they even too. to the point where they were like, and a character dies after Peloton. And Peloton was like, under no circumstances <laughs> can you use the name Peloton Family in Paris. <laughs> This is where and they, they were like, but you're going to let us kill someone with one in this show? And they're like, <laughs> and yes, they're like, please. we have an ad. We have an ad ready to yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. It's, gonna- <laughs> it's fine. But no ad in the world could save P- Peloton from Emily? No. Come on. Yes, but I also feel like maybe it's the joy of Emily in Paris is that they don't want it to be too real. Just like, just like they threw around Brexit as a mistake, bringing in Peloton would have been just too yeah. close to our reality. It breaks the fourth wall. It breaks the fourth wall, but Pelotech doesn't. Yeah. Um, but she gets a text from Alfie. Emily gets a text from Alfie being like, want to hang out before French class? Cute. Then we get, I would say, the most boring storyline that they've created of the season, which is Benoit and Mindy. Yes, they're in the park. Sometimes I get so- I'm like pissed off that they're busking without Etienne. <laughs> yeah, they're like, they're on, a fanmate. On behalf of Etienne, who's like maybe the most exciting and attractive <laughs> and stylish Tector. person on the show. <laughs> 
like I'm go just on. Like, I didn't know you had such I'm strong just, like, feelings. I'm so drawn to them. <laughs> um, Are you they, really? I just think they're so fun. Like, I love their big smile. Wow. I write later that I think they're um, an antagonist and we don't like them. Let's talk about that later. <laughs> but they're hanging out in the park and we get a very iconic moment. Let's do the conversation without looking at your notes. He's playing okay. guitar. What is that song? What are you playing? No, no, no. More importantly, because I wrote it down, she goes, what is that song? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that song? And of course he says. He is. I, oh, it's just something I've been working on. It's nothing. I didn't know you composed music. Oh, you actually wrote down line for line? You said, don't look at your notes. You compose music. And he's like, uh, I've been feeling very inspired. And she's like, since when? Since uh, you walked into my life. <laughs> it's like, okay, that in the same way that like there's like the episode where everyone's hot. Yeah. Any time, if so there's a musician and a rom-com. They you start best noodling believe. on their guitar. Also, it's like, how confident do you have to be that you know every song and you're like, wait a minute, what's that, that one? one's new. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new song. So the thing is, I'm a singer, and I don't know that song. <laughs> <laughs> Usually I know songs. Yeah, that that's one, especially unfamiliar. when it's like the song when... <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's an instrument. She, he was plucking. Yeah. He was like, he's just plinking. It could be chords for like. It's just C, D, and E. And she's like, yes. wait a minute. <laughs> she's like, that's different. And I'm like, it could literally be 50 songs. That's actually she 50 could tell songs. Because they're connected. So because of their their hot chemistry that we just have to, um, I guess, believe. Oh, also, he's like, I, he was like, I used to love writing music. And then my favorite teacher told me I had like no talent. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, is Emily in Paris anti-teacher? Because I don't fuck with anti-teacher nonsense. Why would you have a teacher that he loves say that? Like, no, good teachers don't do that. Your favorite teacher wouldn't say that to you. Okay. Okay. That's just like a, that, you're getting political. And yeah. Sorry. I'm getting political. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot you're against the Chicago Teachers Union. No, don't put it Oh, on I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I am, but I. <laughs> but not publicly. <laughs> I was just like, this is a weird narrative. Unless you've had, have you had a teacher tell you that you were a talentless hack? No, I've had like amazing teachers. Have you had a best friend tell you? That Get fucking ready. Time. Get ready. Oh, fuck. Nina. <laughs> I also, no, also, it's funny when, like, <laughs> it's funny that he, like, stopped writing music but didn't stop playing music. I don't know. There's just, there's just a something funny about that. It, it's just, it's sweet. It, it's sweet. They, and okay. then they kiss, they but kiss. she has falafel breath. And he's like, so do I. We'll cancel, cancel each other out. And then it's cute. She's like, okay, great. And then they make out. And it was a fun little, like, misdirect. You thought that, like, maybe she'd be like, I can't because of the music. Mm -hmm. But instead, it's like, no, Mindy's being fun. Mindy's being goofy. And I also love PDA. And I wrote down, where do you stand on PDA? Hmm. Good question. I think I don't, like, make out in public. Yeah. Like, I think for me, I'm, like, I'm pro-PDA. And by PDA, I mean, like, holding hands and, like, having an arm around each other. Rubbing someone's back, perhaps. <laughs> A light back rub. <laughs> light back rub. But yeah. I, uh, I don't think I – like, I don't like making out in public. Yeah. What about you? I don't think I do either, but I haven't been to a bar in such a long time that I could see that – like, when I think – I'm like, what do I do in my life? It's like, no, I don't want to, like, make out at the grocery store, which is basically all I do. I like, <laughs> grocery shop and I see my friend. I don't want to make out, like, at your home. You know, but then I'm like, yeah. but I haven't been in like a party situation in a really yes. long time. Yeah. And I think that like that could be fun. And I will say that with when I was in like a relationship I was excited about, PDA became 
like, I think like the first time I fell in love was the first time that I was like, oh, I understand why like PDA happens because I don't care as much about the public eye as I, um, as I could. And I actually feel like I've seen that with you is that you're, you and Allison are disgusting in public. And (laughs) no, no, not at all. But actually do, I think I have noticed that like, I feel like you're, you're much more like affectionate publicly with Allison than I've ever seen you be with like any, anyone else. And it's really sweet. Thank you. That's nice. Do you remember when we were in line for a bar in New York a few months ago and there was a couple like humping in the doorway? Like we were in line waiting to get into a bar and the people like at the doorway next to us were like making out so hard. Was it the cute one that was like cute and glowy and pink after we got pizza? Yeah, that bar. The like college bar? Yeah, the college bar. Yeah, that because I do remember that, but I wasn't sure if I just wrote that in because we were like, this is the college bar. Yeah. No, yeah, it was people making And out. I was like, that's New York. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, Manhattan, baby. <laughs> we, I think we had a very like Nina and Hannah in New York <laughs> proxy to like Emily and Paris. Like, I feel like we, we had a New York weekend that we was We would have mortified. Oh, like, <laughs> uh, Whoa. This must we be Times Square. <laughs> we listeners, Nina and I have both been to New York many times, but we'd never been together, and we kind of were together. We were we were both there, kind of not by accident, but like it just happened that like both of our trips were able to coordinate, and it was like it was life changing for me. I was like, I love my life with you in New York. I love being on vacation with you in New York. Yeah, yeah. we're like, let's go to the fucking diner. Went to a diner. We're like, eggs, please, garçon, <laughs> and toast. <laughs> When you're here, uh, treated like family is what it felt yeah. like. <laughs> uh. Okay, so then we get Alfie and Emily on their cute little date, and he, she's like, "Coffee, good idea." And he's like, "No, it's a traveler, traveler," because they get he has his little beer in a in a cup, and I they're like nudging each other. They're definitely drunk in class. Yeah, he gets kind of humiliated. Yeah, which I have to say, I don't really like watching. Um, I have a hard time watching men get humili- humiliated. Humili- wow, I have no problem humiliating <laughs> yeah. myself. <laughs> I, uh, um, yeah, I have a hard time with it. Yeah, it, it's not like so fun to see and it's like a little sad. It felt like they were playing into, I feel like there was going to be a storyline that he's like dyslexic or something. Like Me I felt too. like they were playing into the idea because he was like really embarrassed. They say the teacher's like, write j'imagine. And instead of writing like, I imaginer i think of it's like the name jean machine anyway he like massively fucks up i guess it's kind of funny no but the class is like laughing at him and he looks really like upset like he doesn't suddenly he's not like cool alfie but then she kind of saves him by like speaking from the heart very fast in french and is like i think alfie's like just trying his best and da 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 and then they end on like a little laugh and the french teacher after class is like emily that's like the most i've ever like seen you really embody the french language like good job Example of a good teacher. And I guess we're supposed to get the idea that, like, she's she'll, like, stretch herself for somebody she cares about, which is nice. I also was reminded of a time when I was also a little, like, tipsy drunk when I was studying abroad in Prague. Mm -hmm. And we had, like, our Czech lessons, language lessons, and I was really, really bad. (laughs) And then I had to order – it was, like, one in the morning and I wanted to order a sausage from the street cart. (laughs) Yeah, you were fluent. (laughs) Yeah, I was. Like, I I I spoke – perfectly yes. and understood everything that was spoken to me yeah and and my friends who i was with like turned and were like what but <laughs> like you're the worst in class but in this moment and it never happened again it, and the person yeah. talking to me was like your accent's amazing like, it was, it <laughs> was channeled like i was yeah i did i was like the spirit of the czech language inhabited me as I that. <laughs> sausage. sausage the wiener <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So yeah, he says 
pretty I hot. can't wait to get home and get out of this suit and stand in front of the AC. And she was like, mm, I wish my building had AC. Uh, and then he looks nervous. But then he like he like looks nervous for a second and then he like leans in really, really close and he's like, Well, you could come back to mine. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Shriek, squeal. Squeal, squeal time. And then they're in like the downtown area. He has like a very classic banker apartment. And she's like, I didn't know anyone lived in La Defense. And he's like, well, I'm a banker. Duh. And he's wearing suspend- suspenders and he looks so mm-hmm. hot. I love mm-hmm. suspenders. They're so underrated. Mm. Why wear one belt when you could have two going the other direction? <laughs> it's a good campaign. You got it's a vertical go marketing. double belt. <laughs> and he says, I'm just a boring banker in a boring apartment. They kind of have like a moment where he's like, marketing is so cool. Not like banking. I know, and I wrote, oh, he actually hates himself. Oh, hurt people hurt people, and people who are hurt actually hate themselves. Yeah. And that's and so you, she can be his feminine savior, mm-hmm. who's like, no, 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 banking is cool. Yeah. Like, really no, no, funny. no. Yeah, it's really funny. He also has this really great move that just, like, this shit works for me. Okay, anybody, any mask person – um, like like walking. <laughs> walking walking he does this thing where he walks. walks no okay if you watch this episode you'll know what i'm talking about it's like he's behind the counter or like he's behind his yeah he's behind his counter he's making them drinks and then he kind of like saunters over and like he kind of like walks sidesteps like towards her anyway it's like this classic it's it's like the it's like uh, it's in the same realm as when hot guys in a show go like see you later and then like backwards walk for a second before turning around. Yeah. You know? It's like it's, it's the like reverse. That. Of <laughs> it's that. The reverse. Yeah, it's like when they like walk towards you with drinks and he's like, oh what's up? Like it just was so it yeah. was like such a move in this way where I'm like, oh, this actor like knows is like knows he has to be hot. Like he's doing hot hot yeah. guy things. There can be no what's the line from persuasion? There can be no doubt of what happened next. Oh my gosh, or, I love that you just quoted Jane Austen at me. Yeah, well, because you quoted at me. What's the line? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know it by heart. But that's, I haven't I mean, even read Persuasion. You're the one who who told me about it. I did not quote this. Oh, maybe I read it to you. I think I like, read you a chapter. <laughs> it's like, we, there can be no but doubt yes. of what happened next. And it's yeah, it's like, very yeah, romantic. They hook, they hook up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. it leads you to that moment. And then it's like, mm-hmm. okay. And that is exa- that is the moment where I'm like, there can be no doubt. Yeah. Good call of what's yeah. going to happen. And, oh, thought, oh, yeah. oh, go ahead. No, no, please. I just thought this was nice. They When they hook up, it looks like they're having a lot of fun. Yeah. It was Which really, it, it looks like Lily Collins with. is having fun. Yeah, it does. It does. Which is nice. It is nice. I also they do this thing where they he's like, oh, that's the line he does it on when he's when he like sleek, sneaky hot voice saunters is when he's like, I'm a spy. <laughs> I'm actually a spy. And they like do a little bit where like and it's really funny to see people who are not improv like <laughs> this sounds obnoxious, but like truly I I mostly spend time with people who have improv backgrounds and are funny and talented actors. And so <laughs> to see people like like do a bit, but they're not really like well suited to doing a bit. <laughs> but it's like very charming. Like it's not it's not like they come off dumb. It's just like she's like, Oh, you're like a spy, are you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> And he's like, like, yeah, I'm a spy. People who in their Tinder profile, it's like they're definitely looking for a partner in crime. Like I would say like Alfie and Emily in their Tinder profiles are both looking for partners in crime and adventure buddies. Like it's a little like, oh, that's how you guys joke. Cute. Very cute. Cute. Yeah. Anyway. They have fun. They wake up together. But she starts to sneak out. Yeah. 
you pull on a Houdini. She's like, if that means sneaking out, then yeah. And then she's like, but I do need to borrow a shirt. And I think something that any person can, if you want to be sexy, I've already listed a lot of ways to be sexy, but one way is to be extremely generous with your clothing. She's like, can I wear something? And he says, take anything you want. And I love that. I think that's so attractive. When someone's like, oh, no, not that shirt. I like that. <laughs> Does that ever happen to you? Or have I dated bad people? <laughs> I feel really stuck because... <laughs> because of who, how you would be? <laughs> no, I feel really stuck because my girlfriend is so tiny mm-hmm. that I cannot borrow any of her clothes. But if you wanted to, would she say, sure, take anything you want? Yeah, but it's like a mood. It's like she... <laughs> It's not, it, I don't even get to like, I don't Fuck even get to have find fun out. with it. Yeah. <laughs> it just like sucks because like, I don't even get to like, have fun with it. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> she borrows your stuff though, doesn't she? Yeah. And steals it. But so I'm, I'm actually pissed off. So you're off the hot one. So you're the hot one. I'm the, because you're okay. the one who says, take anything. You made it nice. You made yeah, it nice. I made it nice. I tried. I'm in, the, in our relationship, I'm the hot one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Allison. I think you're so hot. Good thing she doesn't listen to this podcast. So <laughs> then she's like, okay, bye. And he goes, no, aviento. It's very cute, which means soon. Wait, but he also says, last night was fun, Koopa. Really? You just gave me a flutter. Really good impression. Thank you. So she's wearing his very sexy um, jacket, suit jacket, over nothing. She looks incredible. She's the size of a pin. <laughs> like just, mm-hmm. It's just wrapped around her. She takes a photo of herself. And then she looks up and Gabrielle is there. And she's like, ah, and makes such a funny face and tries to turn around. Some good mm-hmm. comedy. And he's like, we want to go to the market? I'm going to the market. And she's like, no, 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 bye. And he's like, okay, whatever. Huh. Fucking whatever. And then we get to the Peloton. Pelotech um like presentation. It's a little jab at Pelotech people. I mean Peloton people. <laughs> like the guy is like really hopped up on something. Mm-hmm. He's very American in his vibe. He like mis- mispronounces everything, is not apologetic for not knowing French. And we see that Emily has been texting Alfie like a lot because she hasn't heard back from him. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot. Mm-hmm. What else? Anything interesting about that scene? Um I think we we also learned that uh that they're kind of like not sold on on this. Like there's like a fitness divide where they're like, oh, yeah. why would you ride a stationary bike in your apartment? Like you should be riding your bike along the river. And yeah, it's like, oh God, is Alfie ghosting? Ugh. We get to busking and there's Mindy and Benoit and Etienne's there. And Etienne's like, why don't we do Sia's chandelier? Which we know, which it took me a second to remember this, but that was the song that Mindy sang on... Chinese, Chinese pop idol. idol, yeah. Chinese pop idol. That she's so embarrassed about in a way that I'm still kind of confused about. I think she was just like a national laughing stock. What's confusing about that? Okay. No, that's fine. That that <laughs> that, that explanation helps. And so so she learns that Etienne knows her secret. And perhaps more importantly, she learns that Etienne knows that she's wealthy. Which I don't trust this I I think the show is working on learning how to talk about class <laughs> class. I just um, okay. No, no, she, literally, she says it. Don't tell Benoit. People get weird about the fact that I come from money. She says that? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, I don't remember that. Okay. Good. Yeah, she's, like, really nervous about... She's like, I don't want people to know who I am, and I don't want people to know who my dad is. Mm. And he and Etienne's, like, a little, like... I thought a little, like, bullying about it. But you think they're really fun. <laughs> I mean, I just like his, like, attitude. But you're right, but you're right. He comes off as annoying in this moment. Like, I wouldn't want Etienne knowing my secrets. <laughs> morning, yeah. morning. 
I suppose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and so then <laughs> I don't really know what happens. Well, so the, I, my notes also dwindle a little bit here. So they, they busk. Mindy's nervous that Tina's her secret. What we get, I think that's important, is that we get um, Gabrielle asks Emily to come to the restaurant. And it's oh, like, yeah. here for you. Yeah, yeah. So the reason Alfie's been ghosting Emily is that Alfie's phone was in the suit jacket pocket. Yeah. Damn. So he actually is a good guy. So that's nice. A little moment of relief. Yeah. And Alfie and Gabrielle are broing out with the with the footy game. We don't see that yet, though. Oh, no. What do we see next? No. We see Sorry. Luke get on a bike and to be like, this is how you bike ride. And then he gets into an accident. It's not really a plot point. I don't actually <laughs> mention it. It's like, like a passing bit. We get, oh, we get um, Madeline, Dr. Aston Montgomery, and Sylvie sort of argue about like lo- the luxury brand stuff and Pelotech. And they kind of get into like a, a stalemate about like what they're going to do. And Sylvie's like, my company or like our, my company. And Madeline's like, well, our company. And then Madeline's like, hmm, you know what? Let's table this. And I feel like we're setting it up for Madeline to be like, I have to come to France. Like, we, I need to like, rain in our French office. Yeah. And I'm I'm curious to see how that's going to set us up for like business drama later on. Me too. Because I feel like Emily's going to ultimately side with Sylvie if it comes down to it. I feel like that's going to be a drama. Okay. So yeah. And then it's the chef and Alfie and they're watching sports. They're connecting over soccer, football. Mm-hmm. Footy. Footy. They're absolutely loving it. Emily's like, uh, oh. oh, no, no. Um, and, oh, and he's like, can you like get me my phone? She's like, yeah, yeah, I'll go get it. And then she and Gabrielle get a moment where he's like, I understand you're like moving on, but like, I don't want to have to watch it. And he acts really well. I think he acts the crap out of it. He looks really pained. Oh, I would like to bring up another piece of Emily in Paris in the world gossip that I learned. Okay. Or not really gossip. Another news story that I saw. Tell me. Lucas Bravo has like entered the stage of fame. Mm-hmm. Of, like, hot man fame, mm-hmm. where he's like, I hate being famous. <laughs> he did it. Yeah. He, like, he had mastered it. He's like, he's, like, being famous is terrible. Uh, yeah. He ro- he's Robert Pattinson-ing. <laughs> yes, he is. He's Pattinson-ing. He's Adam Driving. He's Johnny Depping. Queer Theory has a lot to say about this, and so does Celebrity Studies. Well, both of those theories sort of, I mean, are they related? But basically, celebrity is associated with femininity mm-hmm. and queerness because it is often equated with vanity, which we know is, like, ridiculous because celebrity, like, everyone's performing all the time. Everyone's performing gender. It's all wrapped up in basically, like, homophobic roots that you think, like, there's anything as, like, an authentic self. And so, like, anything that's other than authentic is considered feminine, but authenticity is associated with masculinity. So this idea that he could be in the public spotlight is, like, inherently... Challenging his, yeah. Sort of, like, undermining, yeah, challenging, like, and and if not his masculinity, which, like, it is, but if he wouldn't say that, the notion of authenticity and the notion of authenticity is associated with masculinity and that there's, like, a moral superiority around authenticity, even though authenticity is also made up. Wow, thank you for that irrelevant sidebar. (laughs) Cut it. Cut that out. out. Nobody wants to talk more about (laughs) PDA. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we get good good acting from Lucas Bravo. We get 
we got like a nice little build to our love triangle. Like we're entering kind of the final third of the season. Yeah. And we're getting like, we're getting more and more evidence that Gabrielle really does care. Yeah. More and more evidence that Emily is like really inexperienced mm-hmm. kind of with mm-hmm. like dealing mm-hmm. with these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, like she's really not good at being upfront. We don't get a lot of Kami this episode. We don't get any coming. I will say, it, with this moment, I was like, in her conversation with Gabriella, I was like, oh, maybe she like really didn't love him. Like at the end of the last season, I really felt like it was a culmination of like passionate love, un- like um, a secret love that had been brewing for a season. And I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe what she's been saying is not a cover up. It's really been like, you're a crush and I don't want you to turn into something more. And he's like, no, you're not just a crush. And I, and I guess maybe I wasn't hearing that or I wasn't listening well enough to the show mm-hmm. with that. But cause she, she has sort of like moved on kind of quickly. Like she, she didn't seem heartbroken about Gabrielle. She like really did seem like she wanted things to go back to normal. And it wasn't that we saw her like grieving with Mindy in the apartment or anything. And now she's yeah. sleeping with Alfie and seeming like really into him beyond just like the sexual stuff. So I feel like yeah. there's some like recognition from the audience and then also from Gabrielle that like, they, they may have actually wanted different things. And she wasn't just, quote unquote, trying to be a good friend. Mm-hmm. And then we get a nice little button of Sylvie getting on her pillow tech in her beautiful apartment, like over nice overlooking ride. Paris for a nice ride. You had an exercise bike. You know, I was, I was a, you know, Emily, you know, Neen, I did have an exercise bike. I got it last year during the pandemic. I got the Peloton app. I rode it maybe three times. It was really great. I was very sad and not really in a place to commit to an exercise regime. And I just this last weekend gave it to my sister. She was like, are you sure you don't want it in your new place? And I was like, I really think I don't deserve, I don't think I earned it. I need to, (laughs) I don't want to have it. If you're going to use it, you should do it. So, but yeah, spin bikes, baby. I found one on Marketplace. Do you have an exercise bike? I don't really have any in-home equipment. We have like our, our mats and our weights and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be so proud of me. You know what I did last night? What? I did yoga at home. I did yoga with Adrian. I love yoga with Adrian. Adrian. (laughs) I love Adrian. I love Adrian so much. I'm sure you are just one of millions of people who have a parasocial relationship with her because she got a lot of people through the pandemic. She did. I mean, there was a really good profile of her in um, New York Magazine that Molly Beth Young wrote last year. And it was talking about like how popular her videos are. This is so tangential. But she's she's like the given how popular her videos are, she's like one of the most popular teachers, basically like in the That's world. cool. Like she's just like so loved. I think she's great. I mean, I, I have a very hard time self-motivating, but all it really takes, as you know, is someone to suggest something and I'm like, down. And my roommate Anna was like, let's do it. And I was like, that's great. Should we do 15, 20, 30 or 45? And we did 45 minutes of deep stretch yoga. I was like, wow, my body feels so much better. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it wild how when it works? <laughs> yeah. Especially so as as we now know, we have listeners all over the world. In Chicago, it is free it is actually freezing. It is it yesterday was like seven or eight degrees or something. I think we're getting down to two degrees today. I think right now it's right now it's seventeen. Yeah. And it's gonna get down to like seven. Yeah, it's tough. And I will say that um, was fun about this episode was seeing them hot in Paris. I was like, yeah. yeah, that's escapist. That's fun. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. I'm like really eager. I like I, it made me sad to not have like a lot of episodes right now. 
So I had I had a listener um, who I don't know DM DM me, and they are in Australia. They're in Melbourne, and they were like, "Something that I'm really enjoying about your podcast. Thank you for saying that, um, Tegan. Uh, is that uh, the American perspective on the work, on the work life?" And they were like, "They were like, if I would if I had a coworker like Emily, I would absolutely quit." <laughs> and I was like, "That's so funny because." I think Emily's annoying, but I don't feel like she's a workaholic. Like, I, I know that that's like, we're supposed to understand her that way, but like, we see her do other things. She, she, we don't actually see her stay late and go early. Like, we, I know that I that's say, what I they're think writing. We're supposed to, I don't think I read her as a workaholic. I just, I read her as a, like a straight A student. But I, the notion that uh, somebody in Australia is like, who is like this? <laughs> and I'm like, um, I've almost everybody I know who's like, quote unquote, good at their job is like that. Like, it, like that, that, that this person is not wrong for thinking, this listener is not wrong for thinking that like, it's a very, I guess it's a very American. Th- I mean, I know it's an American thing. Like I know that, but it, it like kind of hit home to, for somebody in Australia to be like, it's so weird to see this person behave this way. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I guess it's yeah. totally weird. I don't yeah, know. Like I know Emily's. I got texts from my boss this weekend at 8 p.m. and 7 a.m. on Saturday and Sunday. I'm a freelancer, so maybe that like makes it a little bit different. But it is also like there. I don't think there's a conception of like time. boundaries around time. <laughs> oh no, your time is not your own. My God. <laughs> my God. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. 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 But but Alfie, who who drinks beer on his way to French class, is going to help Emily feel you know. Have a little more fun. Have a little Koopa. more fun. Koopa. Do you want to go by your last name? Do you want me to call you by your last name? Sless. Sless. Sless is good. Sless. Sless is good. Yeah, I have like a tough one. <laughs> Hard on the ears. Sless. A lot of people in my family have been nicknamed Sless. Have you That's ever like had the... a nickname? I think I asked you this the first season, but I don't think you have, other than Neen. Neen. Oh, Neen. Donut. <laughs> <laughs> don't make it happen. What? Donut. <laughs> no. <Come on. laughs> oh, no. It's already happened. No. <laughs> it's too late. Okay. Well, I can't wait for episode eight. I mean, we're really rounding out the season. We only got three more. I'm really looking forward to it. As Alfie said, abiento. <laughs> abiento, Koopa. You've been listening to Nina, Hannah, and Emily in Paris, a podcast about Netflix's Emily in Paris. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and share the show with all your friends and enemies. We've been getting some really lovely reviews, and we want to share one from Naomi Burton. Five stars, and the title is, It's Actually Better Than the Show. Quote, so amusing and fun. Love their take on things. Nothing like a short and sweet review. Love that. To make my day. Yeah, so fun. Feeling seen and loved. Thank you, Naomi Burton. Thank you. We'll be back with another episode in a few days, so be sure to subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts. Bye.